Microphone check, one, two, one, two. What is this? This is Isaiah K Podcast. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode 19. We're close to 20. Keep clicking away. We're close to 20. Thank you guys for listening and supporting. Let's go. We got, um, I'm going to give you my, I'm going to finally give you guys my predictions. I'm going to give you guys my predictions um, for the NFL season. The NFL season is two weeks away. It's always, it's almost on the way. Um, I'm not going to give a prediction of college football because, like I said in the previous podcast, college football, it, the, the rankings, it most most of the time it has those same powerhouse schools. Um, schools, certain schools that you don't see in there, they make it every once in a while. But top 10, you have your your traditional powerhouses, and those are just easy to predict. It, like it's not a, it's not gonna be, a, it's not a hard guess. I'm not really giving you guys a hot take if I say, oh, Alabama's gonna be good this year. Alabama's been good for the last thirty years. Like <laughs> that's not really a hot take. Um, so I, I, I don't do college football record predictions or how good a team is gonna be. Uh, you know. Clemson's going to be good. Yeah, duh. They have Trevor Lawrence, and it's Clemson. Clemson's been good since the Dabo the Dabo Sweeney era. Of course, Clemson's going to be good. So I'm not going to just I'm not going to come on here and give you no um. That's not a hot take. I I I love for hot takes. I want hot takes. I'm I'm gonna make hot takes. That's not a hot take. That's more of like a cold take. That's not that's not going out on a limb saying anything that Alabama's going to be good. That's why when I do have my college football discussions, it's going to be, it's not going to be like that. It's not going to be as simple as that because anybody can go to just come on here and tell you, oh yeah, Alabama's going to be good. Of course, Alabama's going to be good. They only been good since their existence. Like, (laughs) of course, Alabama's going to be good. So I have my NFL predictions. Um, I hope I'm aware that school has started for just about most of the district of Columbia. That's where I go to school. Um, So I'm pretty sure school is back in play everywhere, just about everywhere. If not, school will be back in section by next week at least um, after Labor Day because I know a lot of school systems, like they should, start school after Labor Day, but that's neither here or there. so I have my NFL predictions, like I said. Um, Andrew Luck, I have some comments um, with Andrew Luck and his retirement. I talked about that the previous podcast, but of course it, it was a big it was a big topic of discussion. Um, we got fan reactions, we got player reactions, we got reactions from former players that retired early, such as Barry Sanders. So I'm gonna get into that. Um, Zeke wants to be a cowboy for life. I'm gonna try to get all these things in here um, if I can. But I want, cause I'm, I'm a, I want to spend a lot of time, not a lot of time, but I want to spend a good portion amount of time on my NFL predictions and who I think is gonna be in the playoffs, who I think is gonna be pushing to make a playoff run at the end of the season, and I want to, you know, I just want to get these predictions out. I want to see if I was right or wrong. Like I said, I'm going to do a segment just about every week on a daily, on a, on a one week, once a week, I'm going to have a segment where I say, 
where I gave you a list of topics and I talked about these lists of topics for the last few weeks and I said if I'm right or wrong. I state if I'm right or wrong. Um, and like I said, you guys will be able to see how correct I am, my accuracy rate. Um, am I good at this? I think I am, but we'll see. So I'm going to start with the NFC because the NFC is the most compelling conference, I would say, out of the two. Um, I see a lot of, I see about two divisions in the NFC, three, that are like stacked. Just about all of the divisions are stacked in the NFC. And I can make legitimate cases for at least eight teams that can make the playoffs in the NFC. Um, So we're going to start with the NFC West. The NFC West consists of the Rams, the 49ers, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Um, I have this is this is not gonna be easy, but I have the Rams as my division winner in the NFC West at ten and six. I like the Rams culture. What the Rams have culturally, I like it, and what Sean McVay has developed and built over the years, um, with letting players rest and veterans, they don't need like the, the Rams they barely pra- they barely hit at practice. Um, they they do a good job, and I like what they have built culturally. Uh, they become they they become a a favorite of some veteran or aging players that look at the Rams and or, or that's looking for a team. They have become a favorite uh, because of their culture. They have explosive playmakers with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is coming back off his ACL injury. They they still have Brandon Cooks. They have Robert Woods. I like they have Tyler Higby, Jared Goff. They're gonna be explosive offensively. Um, but I had they went a, they went twelve and four last year. But I had them at eleven and five. I mean ten and six this year, due to Todd Todd Gurley's health. Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff is a much more talented. I think he's a talented quarterback, more talented than Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. But I think Jared Goff, some of you know, some of most some of the Rams' success offensively is based upon Todd Gurley and him catching the ball out of the backfield and him running the ball, running the football like consistency, consistent like he does. So with him having his injury history and him perhaps possibly taking less snaps. And not getting as many touches and carries, I think they take a little step back. Um, I don't think they're in that twelve game. I don't think they're gonna win twelve game this year's this year. Um, I don't think they have a twelve game. I don't think they have a twelve win year this year like they had the last what two seasons now. But I think they still win a division in NFC West. I still have them going ten and six. And talent wise and on paper roster. I think they're the best. I think they're the second best team in the NFC. I think they're the second best team in the NFC. On to the second place team, the 49ers. Don't let the preseason fool you. Don't let the preseason fool you. The 49ers are on their way to a nine and seven season. I see the 49ers as a nine win team. Um, and and I think Jimmy Garoppolo. I think is he worth all the time, all the hype? I don't know because. Jimmy, all we have with Jimmy Garoppolo's career is sample sizes. 
That is all we have been able to get from Jimmy Garoppolo. Sample sizes. But if you were to ask me what Jimmy Garoppolo are we going to see more of, is the Jimmy is it the Jimmy Garoppolo that played against the Kansas City defense or that that his second preseason game or the Garoppolo that we saw in the first preseason game. I'm going to lean to that second preseason game. I think that's the Garoppolo that we're going to get. Um, they have a young receiving core. Mind you, George Kittle, he is a beast. Didn't play in the, in the preseason. George Kittle is a beast. He will, be, he would, he, he will have a great season this year. Um, I like what they have on their defensive line, young Nick Bosa. I like, I like what they have, young and explosive on the defensive line. They have a young receiving core. Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive mastermind. I like what San Francisco has built. I think they, I, like I told you guys, a couple, like I told you guys last week, the 49ers are one of my breakout teams this year, and I think they double their wins this year. They were 4-12 last year. I think they go 9-7. They more than double their wins. I think they double their wins this year. If you're looking for if you're looking for a team to pick to double their wins and a team that 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 maybe that maybe on the cuffs of making the playoffs that didn't make it last year, I think the 49ers are that team in the NFC. Third, uh the Seahawks. The Seahawks have a young emerging defense. They got some draft picks. Uh they got a they got a they have to really like cross their fingers. And hope that these draft picks pan out. Um, DK Metcalf is one of those receivers that they drafted this year. Uh, I, I like him from Ole Miss. Big physical receiver. Russell Wilson really hasn't had a big physical receiver in his career. He hasn't had that type of receiver. He's all he had. He's had all slot or deep threat type guys. So this should this should be a different element, but. Seattle has to hope that these these draft picks pan out. They have to cross their fingers and hope that these draft picks pan out this year. Uh, but I like Russell Wilson. I like Pete Curl. I think they're going to be good. They're going to be relevant. I they're going to win a lot of big games. They're going to win a, a lot of. They're going to shock a lot of teams on on Sundays. But I don't I don't know if they're as talented or or I don't know. I don't know what I'm necessarily getting from them or how and how in that offensive line is still questionable and suspect. So I just don't know. That's why I have them at eight and eight. I don't think they're going to be bad, but I don't think they're going to be good. I don't think they're going to be in the upper echelon of NFC teams in, in the NFC. I just don't. I just don't. I think they're going to be middle of the pack. Um, I think that's where they had. I think that's where most power rankings had them. They're going to be middle of the pack. Russell Wilson is going to have a great year. Um, Seattle at 8-8. The Cardinals. The Cardinals will be wildly entertaining. Uh, I'm glad that they got a – I'm glad that they're going to be entertaining, and I'm glad that they have Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray because in this division, you're going to need to score points. You have Russell Wilson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff, and that explosive Rams offense. So they are going to put up a lot of points, um, but the Cardinals are the Cards. They're they, they're going to be five. They're going to go five and eleven. They're going to be exciting to watch on Sundays. They're going to be exciting to watch. Guys are going to be flying around on offense, but they're playing a tough division. They play in a tough conference. 
I, they, they, they're just not ready for this. They're not ready for the NFC. But there'll be an interesting 5-11. and 11. That is the NFC West. Now on to the NFC East. The most, I think, the most compelling division. Uh, we have the John, We have some of the best storied franchises in the league in this division. Every a lot of teams, a lot of fans have teams within 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 this division. And to be quite honest, I'm pretty sure a lot of people that listen to my podcast are fans of these teams. So I'm going to be talking about these teams a lot, and I have talked about these teams a lot. Uh, so first. I think the Eagles win this division, mind you. Um, before and, and before I, well, I tell you this after I finish. I had the Eagles winning that. I had the Eagles winning their division at eleven and five. I think the Eagles have the most talented roster in the NFC. I think they should be labeled as NFC favorites. If Carson, if Carson Wentz stays healthy, uh, their O line is phenomenal. But it's a little, it's aging a little bit. Their O line is aging. Uh, Jason Peters, he he's on the back end of his prime, so they might want to look into drafting some O linemen um, in the next coming draft. But I like their D, I like their o- offensive line. I like their defensive line. They had, they they've had injuries in the secondary, their Super Bowl run and last year's. They had injuries in their Super Bowl run and last year in the secondary. So hopefully they get a healthy secondary. I like what they have, and they have Malcolm Jenkins. He's 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 kind of he's one of those all pro safeties. So they have a great defense. They have a great team, great roster. I like what the I like what the Eagles have. I think they are NFC favorites. They have Zach Ertz, Nelson Aguilar, uh, um, Ashawn Jeffrey. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be phenomenal. The Eagles are going to be phenomenal. They don't have a star or like a name, uh, you know, a big name guy at the running back position, but they got running backs by committee, similar to New England. I think the Eagles win their division at 11 and 5. Um, yeah. Next, the Cowboys. The Cowboys go 10 and 6. Uh, the Cowboys' first few games seem very favorable. They Their first three games are against the Giants, Redskins, and the Dolphins. Those I think they can easily go three and zero in their first three games. Um, I'm the, the Cowboys up. Dak, they have a good roster. They have a great roster. This is a great roster. This roster is very good. Uh, they have Zeke, Dak. Hopefully they can pay Zeke. Uh, they got good old. They got a good offensive line. They get their old line back. They get all pro, uh, pro bowler, uh, center back. Travis Frederick, uh, they got their O-line healthy. Hopefully, Tom Smith can play a full 16 games. Um, their D-line is good. They get they get back Robert Quinn after the four-game suspension that he has to serve. We all know about Demarcus Lawrence and their linebacking core with Jalen Smith and Leighton Vanderish. They have an okay secondary. They have a nice corner in Byron Jones. The Cowboys have a pretty good roster. Um, 10 wins in the NFC, it may not seem like a lot, but 10 wins in the NFC, that's a good, that's a good football team. That is a very good football team in the NFC. Uh, next, the Redskins. The Redskins are always, I've said this for the last few years, the the Redskins don't have bad rosters. They haven't had bad rosters. Just that they had, in the last few years, they have ran into a lot of injuries and they're playing a tough division. 
with some Super Bowl contenders. So third is okay for them. Third is the Redskins finishing third is okay for them. And I mean, it is the Redskins. They are allergic to prosperity. It's the Redskins. So I think the Redskins go seven and nine. Uh, they have Case Keenum at quarterback. Not a bad option, but he's average. I mean, we can all admit that Case Keenum is average. He's average at best. Um, but you know, they have a okay, okay offensive line. I think Trent Williams is not going to play. That's their best offensive line. Men, uh, Adrian Peterson and Darius Geis. A lot of Redskins fans, they 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 tell me they love Darius Geis. We'll see. I like him. He's not too shabby. Uh, their defense, they got some good players on defense. I, I I like the Redskins roster. I like the Redskins roster. They got some. They have some ballers. I can't lie. But they're medi- They're gonna be. They're mediocre, and they are allergic to prosperity. And they're the Redskins, and they'll be seven and nine. Um, not much to talk about. Not much to debate. Uh, the Giants. Lastly, the Giants will finish five and eleven. Uh, Eli Manning is not even a top twenty quarterback in his league no more. They will have to rely on Saquon Barkley a lot. So yeah, that's just the Giants' dysfunction. Uh, yeah, they're five, they're gonna go five and eleven. I see the Giants as five and eleven. That's just them. That's just where they go. NFC South. The NFC South. It's a lot of different winners over the years. It, it really has a. They, they they don't have a steady, consistent winner in this division. But I have the Saints going nine and seven. Nine and seven. I have the Saints going nine and seven. Uh, I saw some decline from Drew Brees last year at the end of the season. Like I always say, it always started with that Cowboy game, that Cowboy loss, where the Saints offense just got shut down. Honestly, it got shut down. Honestly, it it, it was it's not it was not the same. It didn't click the same. Uh, but they still have Alvin Kamara. They have a, a they have exceptional offensive line. I love their offensive line. They were able to retain Michael. Th- oh well, extend Mike, my, my, uh, Michael Thomas. I like what they have. They still be a good football team. I still think they make the playoffs. They're just not going to be as dominant as they were last year. Next, the Falcons eight and eight. I think they uh, finished second this year in the in the NFC. Um, the Falcons, I don't know if they get to the playoffs. We have to see. I don't know. But they get Devontae Freeman back. They draft some off. They drafted some offensive linemen. Of course, they have Julio Jones. Hopefully, they can get. They can find a way to get Matt. Hopefully, Matt Ryan and Julio Jones can find a connection and find a way, a strategy where they can get in the end zone. Julio Jones had three touchdowns all last season. Had a lot of yardage. Julio Jones has a lot of yardage, but he he doesn't have a lot of touchdowns. Uh, so hopefully they can find some some positions and they can find they can game plan uh well enough where they can get Julio Jones in the end zone when it's red zone time, and they get Devontae Freeman back who who was hurt for most of the year. That took a toll on them. Um, in their O line, they like I said, they drafted well in their O line. Next, the Panthers. I, I had the Panthers as one of my breakout teams. I, I mean, to be quite frank, to be honest, I might have to, I might have to draw back a little bit. I might have to kick back a little bit with my pick with the Panthers being my my second breakout team in the NFC. I might gotta, I might gotta hold, I might have to pump the brakes on that. 
Cam Newton's hurt again. Um, the Panthers, I had them at seven and nine. I like what they have. I like their elements to their team, like their defense, I, their running game. I like what the Panthers have, but I just don't know what I get from the Panthers on a weekend, weekend like from week to week. I don't know because they're hot one week. Like the Panthers look really good one week, and they they look like NFC contenders one week. But then the next week, they're like, oh, this team is going to be picking early in the draft. Because they, they look, they're hot and cold. They they strike. They either hit or miss. They hit or miss. They, they The Panthers are that big hitter, and they're the big hitters in baseball. You know, they're, they're, they're the Bryce Harpers of baseball. Bryce Harpers, he's, he's even, Bryce Harpers even hitting a lot of home runs at a good percentage, or he's just striking out. Because that's what the Panthers are, week in, week, we, we, in a weekend week basis. They are they they they're they're either striking good one week and they look like one of the best teams in the NFC, or they just look absolutely horrible the next week. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, they're four and twelve. They the Bucks, they're not gonna see much. They're not gonna see much success this year. They'll be probably picking in the top five in the NFL draft. Um, yeah, the they're the, they're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. More. Lastly, in the NFC, I have the NFC North. I had the Packers rebounding from last year. Um, they went seven, eight and one last year, I think. Or they, yeah, seven, eight and one. Uh, I think they go ten and six this year. Uh, you give me a healthy Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is by far the best quarterback in this division. Um, I'm always gonna go with that, even with a f- first year head coach. Aaron Rodgers, I like what they have. I like what the Packers roster actually looks like. Young defense, they 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 improve their offensive line. I like Aaron Jones behind Aaron Rodgers as their running back. Devontae Adams, uh, one of the best receivers in the league. They have a young linebacking core. They fix that problem at linebacker, and they have a young emerging secondary. I like the Packers defensively. They're very young. They're going to be explosive. And I get a healthy Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to roll with that. Um, The Bears. The Bears finished second at 9-7 and seven this year. Um, I, 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 didn't, I, I think Matt Nagy and his offensive system, his offense, you know, his system that he has offensively, a lot of gimmicky stuff that I think, some of the league would catch on to. Uh, I think Mitchell Jabitsky, he has limitations. Uh, so I want to see if he – has he improved as a thrower? <coughs> Excuse me. Has he improved as a thrower of the football? Um, I want to see more down the field stuff. We got a little bit more – we got a little bit more of that later during the season where he started to make down the field throws more accurately and pinpoint passes. I want to see more of it. Uh, the Bears have a great defense. They probably have one of the best. They probably have the best defense in the league. But I have my doubts with Mitchell Jabitsky. Uh I think he has limitations. So I, I, I think the Bears still. Get, I think they're going to be fighting. They're going to fight to the end, just like the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to fight to the end later in week week seventeen, week sixteen, for, for you know to try to fight for the division crown. But I don't think that. That good. I don't think they're good enough 
But I think the the Bears go nine and seven. I think they're going to be fighting with the Packers for that lat for that division spot. I think the Packers overtake them, and the Bears finish second at nine and seven. The Vikings at eight and eight. Uh, I like the roster. I love the Vikings roster. I was on track a few years ago when I said the Vikings probably have the best roster on paper in football with they because they have a lot of B plus guys. They had like two years ago when they made when they went to the NFC Championship game. The Vikings probably they they had a lot of B plus. They probably had B plus guys just at just about every position. So I like their roster. And I think they'll get back to running the football and not relying on Kirk Cousins to win them games with Gary Kubiak at the helm and calling the shots offensively. But it's a lot of big-time games on here, a lot of prime-time games on here. And historically, Kirk Cousins don't play well in those. That's why the Redskins were hesitant to pay him all those all that money and give him guaranteed dollars because – he couldn't win primetime games, and he struggled within the division. So, yeah, I don't. I think the Vikings go eight and eight. They're gonna be a good team. They're gonna be similar to Seattle. They're gonna have a lot of good wins, but I think in primetime games, I, I just, I just don't trust. I just don't trust Kirk Cousins at the helm. Um, they have explosive playmakers, obviously, as we all know, with Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, and Adam Thielen, and their defense is solid, but Kirk Cousins is my issue there, and the Lions go 6-10. and 10. Um, They play in a tough division, tough conference, so I have the Eagles as my best, as my first seed in the NFC playoffs. Uh, the Rams would be second. The Packers will be the third, and then the Saints will be the fourth seed in the NFC. And I think the Cowboys will have the fifth seed, and the 49ers and Bears will be fighting for that last playoff spot. And that is my predictions for the NFC. I think that's how the NFC – those are the NFC division winners this year, and that is the NFC playoff picture this year. On to the AFC. Uh, this is easy. AFC East, this is going to be easy. The Patriots win it. I think they go 12-4, 11-5. I'm going to lean more towards 11-5. They had some news about their center uh, facing some blood clock issues. So he may his season may be in jeopardy. So that's a crucial part because Brady has usually has some solid offensive lines and Brady doesn't get hit. A lot, and that is the reason why, because of his offensive line, and he gets the ball out very quick. Uh, so I think the Pages go eleven and five. They win the division easy. I think they won the best. They they're one and two with Kansas City as the premier teams in the AFC. Easy. The Jets. I think the Jets go eight and eight this year. I said the Jets will double their wins this year. I also said the Jets will be a breakout team this year. Um, I just see I see a lot of stiff competition in AFC where they might run into and they might have some troubling and some challenges getting that last playoff spot. So that's why and I was very hesitant because I'm on the edge of picking the Jets to get that last playoff spot. But I think they double their wins this year. 
They do that. I think they double their wins this year. They do that. They are easily a breakout team this year. They they surround their young quarterback with Le'Veon Bell. Uh, they got Jamison Crowder. They have a good defense. Jamal Adams is a beast. Um, so I think they go eight and eight this year. The Bills go six and ten. They're the Bills. Um, it's not much to say about the Buffalo Bills. They're the Bills. Uh, the Dolphins. Lastly, Josh Rosen. The Dolphins are trying to rebuild. I um, but I think I reported uh, or I, I announced it the previous podcast where the, the Dolphins will be trying to make, look move to make moves with Kenny Stills um, and a couple other players to trade those guys. Dolphins go four and twelve this year. They'll be picking high up in the draft this year. On to the AFC West. Uh, the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs at twelve and four. I think they are the best team. They've had the best record in the AFC. Um, that later down the road we'll see. I you know debate whether or not they're the best team in the AFC. But I think they finished with the best record in the AFC at twelve and four. I think they win the division. Uh, defense is questionable, but I think with Mahomes' greatness, uh, Big Reds and Andy Reid and the explosiveness explosiveness that they have offensively with, with, um, with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, I think they'll be so explosive offensively where they'll just win a lot of games because they outscore a lot of people. Uh, next. The Chargers, the Chargers at ten and six. I had them at eleven and five. I was I was hesitant to put them at eleven and five, but ten and six. I think that is respectable. I think that's just about right. They they suffer a bad injury to Darren James. He's gonna be out for a couple a few months, so I think that's a bad injury. But I like what they ha- still like what they have defensively. They got some good DBs. Um, they have a good front line with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. So I, I like what they have, and then offensively, they have Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers with or without Melvin Gordon. Gordon, I think they still have they have Austin Heckler, who is a good backup running back. He's a he's a good backup running back in this league, more of a pass catching back, but he's a good backup running back. I think he will get the job done. Um, as you know, as soon as this Melvin Gordon deal gets done, the Chargers will go ten and six, and I think they'll sneak their way into the playoffs. Uh, the Broncos, the Broncos, the Broncos are going to upset a lot of people this year uh, with Joe Flacco, Joe Fluco, as I call him. That year was a fluke. Um, <laughs> but I think they go 7-9. The Broncos go 7-9. Um, they're going to win a lot of games at home because of the altitude and the advantage that they hold. But their defense, like I said, their defense is good. Their offense, I just don't know what I get from it. That's why I have them at seven and nine. And then last, the Oakland Raiders. They go five and eleven. I see the Raiders going five and eleven. The Raiders, they're the Raiders. They'll be they'll win some games here and there. They'll probably have like a little tough losing streak where we're like, yeah, this is what we expected. It's the Raiders. Come on. Uh next, the AFC South, the Texans. And they, I had some, of course, with the breaking news with Andrew Luck. I had to redo some things in the AFC South, but I have the Texans winning the AFC South at 11-5. and five. Despite them having a questionable offensive line, I think they're going to be – I think they're good defensively with J.J. Watt at the helm. Um, Deshaun Watson, I like I like the guy. He's talented. He's going to improve. 
Um, hopefully he doesn't have to get, he doesn't have to absorb a lot of hits, uh, due to that questionable line, that questionable offensive line play that he has. DeAndre Hopkins is probably the best foot, probably the best receiver in football. So I like what the Texans have. They go 11 and five. The Titans, the Titans are probably the, the winners with this Andrew Luck retirement. Don't you know? The Titans were 0-12 against Andrew Luck. So they're like, hey, that is two extra wins that we have in our back pocket now. So the Titans go 9-7 this year. I like the Titans. They've gone 9-7 the last three years. I think they'll go 9-7 again this year. They have a solid roster, pretty good defense. Marcus Mariota, the bounty is still out on him, and how good will he be? He's in this contract year. So hopefully this will be one of his best seasons in his career. And, and the Titans, just with, just with Indianapolis losing Andrew Luck, I think the Titans win at least one of those games against the Colts. They 0-12. They just had bad luck against, the, against, I mean, against Andrew Luck. They went 0-12 against him. Next, the Colts. I think the Colts still go 8-8. Eight eight. Um, they're not a bad football team, and I can be wrong about this. Because some people still have them as being a good football team. But I honestly, with Andrew Luck and that young defense and, with, and the weapons that they had and the young offensive line, I honestly had the Colts as possible Super Bowl contenders. I did. They was in my Super Bowl bubble. They were in my Super Bowl bubble. I had them as possible contenders as Super Bowl, like contenders, Super Bowl contenders. And, you know, with Jacoby Brissett, he's not a bad backup. He's, he's probably one of the best backups in the league. But I think the Colts go 8-8. Eight and eight. <coughs> Excuse me. They go 8-8. Eight and I eight. Um, think that thing, that Andrew Luck stuff is just too much to overcome. And then lastly, the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think they go 6-10. and 10. Nick Foles, new system, just not so. AFC North, the compelling AFC North. And I like a lot of teams. I like I like I like most of these teams in the AFC North. Um, this might surprise you, but I picked them as my one of my breakout teams in the AFC this year. The along with the Jets, the Steelers will go eleven and five this year. They go they go eleven and five this year, and they will make the playoffs and they'll win their division. And it won't be as much drama and as much. And, and as much hectic as it was the last few years in that locker room, I like what they, they have built their defense up through the draft. It's very young. This gives Mike Tomlin a chance to finally focus on his calling card, which is defense. I've been banging that all year. Um, Big Ben, like, he's going he's gonna to have a good season this year. James Conner, that offensive line is still exceptional. And then the receiver, the 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 Pittsburgh Steelers are known for making and developing and drafting receivers. They've done it a lot. Hines Ward to Santonio Holmes, Santonio Holmes to Mike Wallace, Mike Wallace to Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown to Juju Smith-Schuster. Now they have James Washington. He's a burner out of Washed out of um Oklahoma State a few years ago. I like him. I think the kid he's gonna have a good season. He's been showing great signs in the preseason. I, I I like James Washington. I'm sorry. 
And this is what the Steelers are known for, developing and drafting receivers very well. They do. They probably do it better than any team in football, drafting receivers. Hines Ward, Santonio Holmes, Plexico Bears, uh, um, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington is next. Uh, so secondly, I have America's favorite, not America's team, because the Cowboys are America's team, but America's favorite right here, the Browns. Everybody loves the Browns. I like the Browns. I don't love them. I like them. Um, the Browns go nine and seven this year. I think they get into. I think they get into the playoffs, but they go nine and seven. I see. Like I said, I, I've been saying this for the last for the last month, the, the last month now, where I say they have a tough beginning schedule. September, October is going to be a little rough for the Browns. Um, young quarterback. First-year head coach, you know, a lot of miles to feed. Uh, Kareem Hunt doesn't get back until week eight, I think. Well, is it week eight? He, don't get, he doesn't get back into the later part of the season. Uh, they have some tough games. They got Denver. I think they got New England. I even said they're going to probably lose the week one and t- to Tennessee. They have a lot of tough games early on in their schedule. But I think – once they break through week eight, week past week eight, and they, it starts going into November and Thanksgiving, I think that's where they hit their stride. And they will try to catch Pittsburgh in the division race. But I don't think they have quite enough time to do so. So I think they finish nine and seven as the second team in AFC North, and they will get to the playoffs. Next, the Ravens. I like the Ravens. I think the Ravens, the Ravens are, they're very similar to the Vikings and the Seahawks in the NFC. Great defenses. Um, not so sure about their offense. Their offense is, I think, it could be deemed as very predictable this year with Lamar Jackson at the helm. I think they're gonna be, they, they're gonna be very predictable unless he opens up as a thrower of the football down the field vertically. He makes NFL-type like reads. And I think him taking the next development and step in his quarterback development, I think this all lies on him taking the next step in his quarterback, in his development as a pro NFL quarterback, a star quarterback in this league. Him being able to deliver the ball accurately, vertically, down the field, making reads, and not just making one read and looking at your first read, but making multiple reads and possibly going to your third, fourth option. I want to see that for him. Uh, so let's go. The Bengal, the Cincinnati, they go four and twelve. They 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 they're not gonna be able. They're not gonna be able to win a lot of games in this division. Um, they they're just not. They're not gonna be able to win a lot of games in this division. The Steelers will be too good. I think the Browns later on in the season will become a little bit more potent. They're not going to be able to do it. Um, the Ravens' defense is too good. They're not going to be able to do it. They go 4-12, and no A.J. Green. Yeah. They'll be picking high in the draft as well. So I have the Chiefs in my AFC playoff picture. I now have the Chiefs as the number one seed. I think the Patriots get the number two seed. That then tops it off with the Steelers having the three and the Texans having the four seed. 
this will lead to the Chargers having a four seed, the five seed, and then I think the Browns are a little bit better than Titans, and I give the Browns the nod as the sixth and final team making the playoffs in the AFC this year. Um, I know a lot of you guys are going to probably disagree with that Browns take, but I just think with a first-year head coach, uh, a lot of expectations going into the season, they're doing a lot of talking, teams are going to punch them in the mouth, they're going to be nitpicking with Baker because uh, they know they can possibly get the Baker, um, and they have a tough schedule early on in this season. Uh, so I see a lot of that determining and making that that a lot of that those reasons determine and you know basically that ultimately led to me making my decision as the Browns as the last playoff team in AFC so that those are my final predictions and like I said I wanted to hold this to until the end but you know in case somebody retires out the blue or uh you know a catastrophic injury takes place um, I am gonna. I, I am allowed one change. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say one change, one alternate. You know, where I get to, you know, change my prediction if something goes wrong, or a catastrophic injury or retirement takes place. Um, I, I, I'm allowed. I'm, I'm. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna allow myself to have one change, one alteration. But if I don't have to, I won't. This is my final predictions. Um, hopefully you guys in, you know enjoyed that one and you agree. Tell me if you agree or disagree. You tell me. Um, I'm gonna be looking I'm gonna be looking forward the, in the next coming months as football season gets into play. Um, I'm gonna be introducing some high school, some fellow high school football players um, that may be interested in, in you know having an interview. Um, and with the podcast, uh, you know, who wants to interview, <laughs> who wants to interview, but no, I'm gonna have some guests. I'm gonna have some guests from, um, some, some football teams, uh, this year to tell me what their, what their season goals are, what their season predictions are. Um, yeah. So we're going to make that happen. Yep, thank you for listening to this episode. This episode, uh, I just wanted to talk about my predictions. I just wanted to give you guys my predictions, wanted to throw them out there. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll get to Andrew Luck and those that topic later on, you know, future podcasts. But I wanted to dedicate this podcast to my predictions, to my NFL predictions. Um So thank you guys for listening once again. Peace. Make sure you get all your schoolwork done, all your classwork done. Stay on top of your studies. Keep clicking away. Keep clicking away. And I'm out. Peace. Enjoy.